listening to a brand new episode of the Lunchbox Chats. We're your hosts. I'm Laura. And I'm Esty. And we welcome you to a brand new week. Hi, everybody. What is going on? Well, I got sung by a bee. I can't believe you got sung by a bee. Uh, Me neither. And can I tell you, I had no idea what was happening. So please tell me because honestly, this is one of my most fearful things in life. Really? Why? I don't know because I always like think of worst case scenario and I always think, oh my God, I'm going to get stung and somehow I'm going to be allergic and I'm going to blow up and look like a Oompa Loompa and die. Well, I thought I was allergic, but I also don't know if I thoroughly got stung by a bee. Well, here. Okay. Let me explain. Okay. <laughs> so I'm minding my own business and um, a bee landed on my arm. And I was and I was like freaked out because I'm like, okay, I'm allergic. And so let me explain this backstory. So this backstory is when I was 13 years old, my grandma, um, the one I'm named after, RIP to my grandma, was here. I'll never forget it. Such a vivid memory. And we were outside at my parents' house. I was outside playing and I got stung by a bee. And my mm. arm sw- I'm sorry, my arm, my leg swole up. Um, like I broke out and I don't know if you know this, but there's like this old school, like Italian remedy that you put a garlic clove on it. No way. Yeah. And it like subsides the, um, the swelling and the, 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 the net, what's that called when they bite? What's the thing? Oh, um, I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. That like stinger. Yeah. It it has to like come out. So (gasps) she applied pressure, the garlic clove, whatever it came out. No big deal. No infection or nothing. But I like swole up. Everything was like, it was just terrible. Like I was, I was like freaking out, whatever. And I'm like, okay, great. So fast forward now at the, my age. Right. And I got stung today, but it didn't hurt at first. Like, I don't think he or she stung me. I think can bees bite. I found like, I sound like an idiot right now, but like, because I would have oh. like, it didn't bother me at first. And there was nothing that stinger wasn't in me. So maybe it was like a drunk. Bee. I don't know what. And I swear to God, it, it literally just like landed on me. Like I freaked out. Like I didn't even move my arm. Like I didn't freak out. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to get stung. Like it, we like kind of looked at each other and then like it bit me. Really? Sure. Wasn't like a mosquito dressed up as a bee. No, I swear to God. And like, that's why I'm pretty sure I sound like a raging idiot right now because I don't even think bees bite. But the stinger wasn't in me. I don't know. Um. Apparently, like you have to what like wash it out and then um, <clears throat> uh, elevate it, so that's, and then apply like a cold compress. So I did all the above, and mm. right now it's like a little throbbing, but nothing like oh my gosh, you know? Oh my god, that would freak me out. I would have went to the ER like right Why? away. Why? I don't know, like. I just have this thing with any kind of like animals or whatever. I'm a city girl. Like even if a fucking mosquito bites me, I'm like, oh my God, I try to find a remedy. I will go to the doctor sometimes and be like, why is this mosquito bite on me? I'm psychotic. I'm crazy. I don't do good with like the wilderness. Uh, Yeah. I can't picture us camping. No, definitely not. But where, so what arm was it? My left arm. Interesting. I gotta look up what B means. I don't know. I, it was just the most random thing, and like, like it's not like I was like bees were swarming everywhere. It just happened. Wow. I think the bees telling you to slow down, to stop being a busy bee. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. 
Oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad that you're okay. And you know, hopefully your throbbing goes yeah, down. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. But that was, um, I don't know. That was the most excitement that happened today. And work has been such consuming my life that I just, yeah. I'm looking forward to this weekend. Girl, that's how I feel. I was looking back at the beginning of quarantine and you know how much I loved quarantine so much. <laughs> And literally, I'm at my desk at work, and I'm like, holy shit, I fucking miss quarantine so much. And I know it's so terrible to say, but I don't even know how it's possible, but I feel like I am the busiest that I've ever been in my entire life right now. That's a good thing or bad thing? It's both good because, I mean, life is good, you know, minus all this, like, collective chaos that we have going on, you know, people are, you know, whatever. Flu season's coming up. I'm terrified for my life, but that's a whole different story. Stop. But, th- I I mean, I, to be honest, I'm really scared about, like, the next COVID flare-up, you know, because of all this, like, shit you're hearing, the second wave, and now it's getting colder, and I don't know about you, but my zip code has had an uptick in COVID cases. Oh, wow. No, I didn't know. Yeah. So I'm getting, I'm getting a little nervous. And, you know, I kind of – I'm just – I have my hypochondriac by nature. So, of course, like, it's, it's hitting me. But other than that, I feel like it's a really good thing because life overall is really good. I feel like we're celebrating a lot of things. One of my oldest friends, we're having her bridal shower this weekend. It's one of my favorite cousin's birthdays this weekend. So I feel like life, there's so many good things happening in life right now. So I feel overall the busyness is a good thing and work is booming. We're the busiest we've ever been. Thank God. Knock on wood. I have a job. Like, I'm very grateful. But I'm fucking tired, girl. Like, I need a fucking vacation. Yeah, same. No, I, you're, I like that perspective that you're putting in. There's a lot of things coming up. I think it's just there's a lot co- going on. And on top of, yeah. you know, trying to maintain um, stability and a social life, it's difficult, you know? Yeah. Can I tell you, I don't have a free weekend. By free, I mean a weekend where I can Netflix and chill until Thanksgiving weekend. Stop. Swear to God, like my social calendar is off the fucking charts. It's insane. Yes, girl. I don't know when I became this extroverted self who needs to party all the time. But I mean, apparently you're rubbing off on me. Well, I'm proud of you. That's good. It's good to keep busy in that regards because you got to treat yourself once in a while. But I just think that with everything going on that we need, I need a vacation is what I need. Me too. We need to like drive somewhere to a spa or I don't know. I don't even know where to go on vacation. I mean, there's nowhere to go at this point, but I'm just saying in my head, that's what I would like. Yeah, we need to take like a mental vacation. But before we do anything, I need to tell everybody that this evening's podcast episode is brought to you by Goalie. Goalie Nutrition is an inventive, people-focused nutrition company driven by the belief that happiness and wellness go hand-in-hand. All their products are created to complement today's active lifestyles. 100% organic, vegan-friendly, gluten-free. They contain no preservatives, no chemicals, or artificial ingredients. 
Goalie apple cider vinegar gummies promote healthy heart, helps manage weight, supports healthy digestion, enhances energy, and boosts immunity. We need to get those immune systems up, kicking, and working, people. Flu season is around the corner, or are we in it? I think. Well, our friends at Goalie provided our chatters with a very special code. So when you go and you get your yearly supply of Goalie apple cider vinegar gummies, pop in our code lunchbox chat for a special discount again that's lunchbox chat. yes take it it'll help you and of course with flu season happening it'll make everything so much better exactly you gotta balance it out all this bad stuff with the goalie gummies but anywho laura please tell us what's going on in the celebrity world Oh my God. So I hate to start off on such a somber note, but this news and these photos totally rocked all of Instagram, all of the celebrity media world. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend, they had a miscarriage. They lost their, actually they didn't have a miscarriage. They lost their pregnancy. I think that's like the proper way to put it. This would have been baby number four. Three. It's so sad. Baby number three, they so okay. Let's. I'm not a big Chrissy Teigen fan, you know? but she no, I don't like her like oh. at all. But what I do like about her is that she is very out in the open about everything. So when she's celebrating life, she's celebrating life with everybody. When she's not and she's like going through something, she also shares it. Like she is a sharer and she's vulnerable. But let me tell you, like, when I saw this news, like, my heart sank. Like, I, like, that picture of her hunched over in that hospital bed is so vivid in my head. And, I mean, I I don't know what that's like, but, I mean, it just, it's fucking awful. Like, they, she's like, we named the baby Jacker, like, that's what they refer to him as. And they're just going through the motions and they've been getting such shit for posting these photos. Did you see Yeah, but I don't, like, who's the person that's, like, taking those pictures? You know? Like, that's what I'm not understanding. And why, I don't know. I just feel like that's such an intimate, well, and personal, and, and I'm not saying that she shouldn't have done it. I just feel like, who's taking it? And, like, I don't know. I, I, I just have mixed feelings about it. That's re- it's, it is. It's very sad and I, I'm not, like, trying to take away from that, but it's a lot. It's a lot. And you know what? That is a great question. Like, who is taking the- – and it's a nice fucking photo. I mean, it's a horrible photo. I'm just talking about, like, photography-wise. Like, you know, it's a nice, like, black and white photo, even the one of her and John in bed. But you're right. Like, who's taking these photos? I didn't even yeah. think of that. I'm so sorry if you hear Nutella in the background. She is really oh. wanting to get on the podcast tonight. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, oh, I, I made a little. Yeah, um, yeah no, she. I, I think maybe, maybe assistant, maybe I don't know. Maybe the mom, maybe right, her mom. Maybe. maybe I mean, yes. Is it a very private, intimate moment? One hundred percent. But I, I also think it's so brave because there are so many women and men out there going through the same thing. And I don't know, when you see a celebrity going through something you're going through, it's it kind of makes them, like, more relatable. And it kind of makes you feel, I don't want to say better, because obviously nothing can make this better. 
but it's kind of like, oh, like there's somebody else going through it with me and you don't feel as alone. And it's kind of like you're, you're in the same boat and you have somebody to like share that pain with. And I mean, overall, like, I just think it's super brave of them to like put it out there and I don't know. I just, it's heartbreaking. Oh yeah, no, it is. It's really sad. Yeah. It's really sad. Well, the Kardashians are in the news again. But this time they are basically saying, so there were some claims allegedly made against them from an old security guard. And he is saying that uh, Kris Jenner allegedly cut his work hours, filed complaints with his employer, denied him meal breaks, and allegedly Jenner, Chris Jenner, made numerous comments to him that were of sexual nature. What? And court, how fucking wild is this? And he also names Courtney in the lawsuit. And of course, Chris and Courtney are coming out and they're saying how these claims are completely fabricated and they're so absurd and they are just denying everything. That, okay, first of all, for some reason, the Kardashians have terrible terrible look with security i don't know what it is with them Mm. they are god's gift to the world as far as paying anyone and anything but yet they can't keep a security guard to save their lives that's so true didn't like something like dramatic happen with one of kim's security guards one time hence what happened her robbery in paris oh my gosh so apparently or allegedly chris is saying that this security guard also yeah, fell I, that's what i'm saying i don't know what car. their issue is or what why i don't know i don't know what goes on i think there's something that doesn't make sense with all of them I, I really don't get it but it is what it is yeah it's like so crazy so i guess we'll see like where this goes but the kardashian jenner clan is completely denying that any yeah of, this of course real. they are of course they are um, if it's okay with you, I would like to discuss the next topic, if that's okay. Yes. Okay. So we've talked about her here many times. Um, I'm talking about Miss Chriselle from Selling Sunset. So um, I kind of feel bad for her. Oh, my God. I know what you're about to say. And I feel bad yeah, for her, too. So it's been brought to our attention that her ex-husband, who is pretty recent that they've split, has moved on to somebody else. What's her name? Sophia Pernas. Right. And, you know, Chriselle feels some type of way, as she should. I feel like it's super soon. And, of course, of course, he puts it on social media. I don't, I, listen, I'm a diehard fan of This Is Us. I'm thinking of, I used to have, like, the biggest crush on him. I love the show. I think it's great. And now I'm not going to lie. Like, I kind of feel some type of way. I have to say the same thing. So before I knew Justin Hartley was on This Is Us, he was on this soap opera called Passions, like, way back in the day. I must have still been in, like, grammar Mm. school. And I loved him even on Passions. And he always plays, like, a kind of similar role, like, asshole, but heartthrob. It's like you love to hate and love him. But I, in real life, like, I'm really just starting to not like him Same. at all either. I'm, I know I like, shouldn't. I know it's, like, super petty. But I feel bad. And 
she was talking about how she's like, you know, of course it hurts when you see your ex on, you know, move on. And it does like it's, it stings. It definitely stings, especially a marriage like that, you know? Um, but yeah, they were together a long yeah, so time. I just can't believe like, you know, yeah, it must be so much harder for celebrities too. Cause I mean, they find out this stuff probably the same way we find out through like a news media channel. So it's not like, you know, through a friend or somebody or whatever. It's like, oh, one day you just pop up, you know, E! News or something. And there's your ex-husband with his new girlfriend. Like, uh, what? But I mean, my heart goes out to Chriselle. I love her. I hope Justin is not the asshole I think he is in real life. Well, I mean, I don't love her, but I feel bad for her. Yeah, I do feel bad for her. Well, speaking of ladies, I don't feel bad for because they are getting a brand new gig. Did you hear who the new Real Housewives of Beverly Hills might be? Go ahead, tell me. Allie Landry and Heather Locklear. Wait, who's Allie Landry? So she is Kourtney Kardashian's, one of Kourtney Kardashian's, like, best friends or, like, really Mm -hmm. good friends. And don't quote me on this, but I think she once dated Mario Lopez. Oh, wait. So, so I think. They, so you know the Kardashians are going to do a cameo. Ooh, they are really trying to get the Kardashians. Andy is, like, really pulling for the Kardashians to get on I think Real it'd Housewives. be great. I think it'd be awesome. I mean, apparently they all have, like, their own spin-up, spin-off show coming up. But I would... I think this new Real Housewives cast is going to be awesome. I love Heather Locklear. She's been through some fucking shit. She's a hot mess. And she's such a fucking hot mess, but I love her since her Melrose oh, Place days. Uh, they, they just don't make shows they like don't. that anymore. They absolutely don't. Them, 90210. Yeah. I can't. Did you ever watch Savannah? Um, a little bit. I, I mean, it was like my backup show. Oh my god, I loved it. But I'm excited. I can't wait to see what these ladies bring to the table. And I think next year we're just going to get a whole bunch of new housewives in every single zip code. I mean, there's rumor about um, New, um, New York and New Jersey, and I'm just like really loving. I can't wait to see what they decide. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Andy's bringing it. Bravo's bringing it. They're like really shifting it up over there. Yeah, I'm too. ready. Yes. Um, anywho, I would like to get on to the meat of this podcast, if that's okay with you. Yes, this All is right. a good so, one. Here's the thing. Obviously, you know, us females, we go through it. Um, some of us more than others, we get we have our mood swings, we are PMSing, um, we're just in no mood for people's shit. And I feel as though as I'm I'm speaking for myself, Laura, I don't know about you, but as I'm getting older, um, I just, my tolerance level for bullshit is super low. Um, so, you know, there's things that go on in our personal lives every day. Um, you know, I'm going to relationships, uh, work, Work. other relationships, you know, just life in general. And I wanted to talk about what it means for us to be silent. Um, so there's many different reasons or like why we're silent. So I, you know, tip for me, um, I'm just, you know, when I think of like, all right, I don't want to talk to anybody, I just need to be by myself, whatever. 
that's me taking my time out for myself and just trying to like regain and process things that's like I just endured, whether the week, the day, whatever have you. And sometimes it's just like I don't want to deal with anybody's shit. And so um, to me, and I don't, and and sometimes like if I'm going through something, like I've said here many many times on the podcast, like that's not me necessarily trying to push you away. It's just like I really don't want to deal with anybody more than I have to endure already during my day. So to me, I yeah. came up with like about six or seven, I guess you could say reasons as to what it'd be to be silent. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear this. And I agree. Like usually when I'm silent, it means like one of two things. One, I'm fucking pissed and furious that it's like don't even fucking talk to me i need to like cool myself down or two i'm just like regrouping rethinking like from a space of like from a good space of you know i'm just kind of like reframing my life as i like to say that's good though so that's that's silent for me um so for number one to me would be overthinking um, yes. So that would be, you know, am I an overthinker? One thousand percent. Do I do it often? Yeah. Do I think that it happens to the best of us? Yeah. But it does. And, and when I get in that like mindset, I do. I just I don't mean to be silent, but I, I it becomes that way. Yeah, I do this a lot in relationships, any kind of relationship. And I can't help it. I'm an overanalyzer. I'm an overthinker, especially when I'm having a conversation with somebody and they say something that either catches me off guard or something that doesn't settle Mm -hmm. right with me. It's almost like I pull back and I analyze and I totally go down that rabbit hole and overthink of what are they really trying to say. Well, I mean, it happens. Yeah, exactly. Definitely happens to me um, a lot. <laughs> what about being tired of waiting around? Mm, tired of waiting around. No, I don't no. get silent on this. No, I like I get oh. angry. Yeah. When I'm tired of waiting, it's like be and let me like reference this with I'm such a at least I like to think I am I'm such a patient person so if I get to the point of I'm tired of waiting around that means it's the end I've moved on I'm angry it's like I'm taking action I'm now I'm no longer silent no how about you I get silent you get silent um I start in Italian you know I get my cinco minute um where so sorry guys so like that like i start getting pissed off so i'm like the first stage for me is silent and then i start getting pissed off and then it's like all hell breaks loose but yeah tired of waiting is like a trigger yeah Mm, yes trigger that's a good word um okay number three about to blow up yep me too yes yes especially if you're an italian girl our fuse is super short Oh my God. I feel like we've been trained since we were fucking little girls to like, I don't want to say hold it in, but it's like, we can hold and we can like 
like, I don't want to say suppress, but I, sometimes we suppress no longer as adults, but we are, we are able to hold on to our emotions. I think for a very, or at least I can say like a long time until mm, we're about to I grow agree. up. I, yeah. And it depends. Like sometimes yeah. our fuses are short and it's yeah. like, we do react, but I think for most of the time, I think it's like we hold on to it until it's like, oh hell, yeah. and like no. I, I don't know about you, but sometimes I try to hold on to the very end, and then it, I don't always succeed. Yeah. Though, not gonna lie. Yeah, I find that as I get older, I can't hold on to things as long as I did mm-hmm. when I was younger, and I don't think that's less patience. I think it's more just let's get over this as quickly and as smoothly as possible like I cannot hold on to shit I just want to move on yeah. and have no, my I peace agree. again I'm the same way I think that um I used to have like more I guess before I used to have like more grudges and now I'm just like fuck off yes you are like queen it's like you should yeah, get a tattoo I, that says just, fuck off I just don't have tolerance <laughs> for bullshit I really don't and I'm just it's very I get yeah. easily detached so bye so the next one I have on the list is needing a hug. What do you? Mm, I don't know. I feel like I don't really like hug, but I do. But I don't. I don't get silent when I need a hug. I just hug you. I don't. I'm not a hugger. Yeah, it's rare that I hug, but when I want to hug you, I will hug you. Like just, but I'm not like a toucher, like that. What do you mean? Like. I don't know. I, I feel like it's invading people's space. Like a hug is very intimate, you know? No. No? No. I don't. I mean, I agree. No, I don't agree with it being intimate. It's just, I don't like it. I mean, I really need to like love you, love yeah. you to like hug you and hold you and all that jazz. But um, I mean, like, obviously I hug like my family, my, you know, my friend, like and stuff like that. But like, I just want to be like, oh, hey, let me get a hug. Yeah, that's, like, the one thing I love about social distancing. Like, you can't touch me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, in quarantine, you're thriving in. Yes, I need another quarantine. Stop. No, God forbid. No, but not in, like, the dramatic way. Like, I need more, like, a sabbatical. Where, you know, I feel like I can go live, like, a monk. But that's another podcast in itself. Oh, my God. The next one I would have is... And this might be a little dramatic, but, like, falling apart. Yes. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. Yeah, totally. I think this is, like, falling apart, processing. It's, like, you just remain silent. Because sometimes you just don't have the words. Yeah, I agree. And... Um, I think it gets the best of all of us when we're this way and not in a, you know, I'm proud moment, but like, you're really in your thoughts, you're really in your feelings and you just, you need, you need a couple of minutes, hours, maybe even days, you know what I mean? And that's okay too. Yeah, totally. It's like, I feel like when I'm my most vulnerable, that's when I'm super silent. You know how some people, when they get nervous, they get chatty I feel like I'm the opposite. Like when I'm, when something's up with me or when I'm falling apart or, you know, when I get nervous or something, Mm -hmm. I go silent and my silence speaks volumes. Same, same, same. I think it also goes into the next one I was going to say is when you're like crying, but on the inside. 
Oh, yeah. You know how I have to say crying on the inside has become, again, so much harder for me as I get older, and I hate it. What do you mean? I can't, like, I can't hold in my crying anymore. Mm. Yeah, it's like once the I feel the tear come or like, you know, that feeling you get when you're crying or like you're hurt, I cannot stop the crying. And that scares me in a way because if I feel like, you know, I'm showing my emotion more and I'm still really good at suppressing my anger. <laughs> so I'm kind of worried that one day, like the anger is just going to pop out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, no, I can't imagine you, like, super angry. Yeah, and when I get angry, I I don't even know. Like, I, I get angry. I don't think like, I've it's, ever it seen It scares you. me. Yeah, it's scary. Like, I scare myself. Oh, wow, I've really never seen you like that. Yeah, I get, it's very rare that I get that angry, but when I fucking go there, it's bad. And that's why it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah but... I mean for me um I don't even want to like admit this but I will so I'm not a crier well let me rephrase it I've never been a crier back in my day I will mm-hmm. say in the past um like three or four years that's completely changed um when I cry um it's either I'm re- I'm very very emotional um I'm either crying happy tears or I'm like crying like I'm hurt like you really hurt me it takes a lot for me to cry I don't like cry out of no you know what I mean it's like I'm really hurting aka crying on the inside so yeah that one for me is that's how you know I'm not well yeah no I'm a crier I cry over everything the other night I went for a walk and I was listening to poetry on my iPhone and I Oh my god, I know. I'm I'm so strange. I get in these modes where I'm like, and now I'm going for a walk just so I can like I have this one poet that I'm obsessed with, David White, and he like reads poetry to you like through this like book that I bought, audiobook. And I just I'm walking the streets of New York and like some streets are fucking really shady and I'm just there crying listening to him speak. Oh, so, no. I'm a crier. No, well, uh, yeah, I'm not people. <laughs> Yeah, you know when Essie's crying, like, it's bad. Yeah, no, for sure. Anybody who knows me could tell you that. I. It takes a lot for me to cry, and it's, like, either pure happiness and love, or I'm not, I, I'm not well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, silence. Silence is a big one. Sometimes it's dangerous. Sometimes it's emotional. Sometimes it's, like, nerve-wracking, but it's never... I mean, it sometimes is just nothing, but I feel like a lot of the times, silence, like, really, it speaks a whole lot more than we think. Oh, for sure. For sure. So, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I just kind of want to talk about it with you guys and see where you guys stand on that. And, you know, if you guys can relate or you could add more to the list, let us know. Yeah. What What does it mean when you go silent? Yes. I would love to hear. And what are you grateful for this week? This week, I am super grateful for my mental health. Mm, love that. So important. Yeah. So um, for those of you who don't know me, know um, I work in mental health. And, um, you know, it's been it's been peaking a lot um, since COVID. And I, you know, I'll say this to everybody who asked me how work's going. And I must say it has never been this difficult for me 
in what I do. Um, and you know, we're going through a lot of trying times and uncertain times and shit's not easy. So, um, I just cannot stress to you guys enough how important it is to keep yourself in check and really check in on yourself and your mental health. Um, something as simple as like Laura said, taking a walk, listening to music, do something for yourself, exercise, it's just so important. And um, I, I really can't stress it enough. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on um, that we all take for granted. And sometimes you need to take time for yourself. And I really, 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 really am grateful for that. And I've been doing a lot more work on checking in on myself lately, because, you know, sometimes my shit, I get really little twisted sometimes. I'm like, no, S, it's not that deep, you know, calm down. So, yeah, I'm grateful for that. Well, good. That's a great one. Thanks. What about you? That's a really good one. I'm, so I know I just spoke about this, but I actually wrote it at the beginning of the episode. I'm grateful for my long walks and poetry. And it's one of my new things to do. Like I said, I'm obsessed with this poet, David White. And I think if you've never listened to poetry or anything like that, I highly recommend it just because especially if you resonate with somebody, it's kind of like listening to your soul speak through a person. So I highly recommend it, especially going on a long walk. It's kind of like a nice release. So this week, I'm thankful for long walks and poetry. So cute. Yes. Essie, tell our chatters where they can find us. Sure. iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasting, Radio Public, Breaker, and Overcast. Please head over to our Instagram page at Lunchbox Chats, as well as our Facebook page, The Lunchbox Chats, and if you get a second on iTunes, please rate us. I'd appreciate it. Yes. And until next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.